Hello friends, welcome to Thursday, I hope you're doing well. My name's Sean, and you, if you're meant to press play on something else, well, you've pressed play on the St. Clement's Daily Bible Reading Podcast. Here we are, taking another step forward through the New Testament today. And today is the 9th of September, which, did you know, is International Sudoku Day. Today is the day where you get to pull out those little squares of squares, where you get to number them up to nine. Boy, I'm not a Sudoku person. Probably should be, though, because good grief. Everyone's telling me now that you're over 40, Sean, things are not working the way they used to. So I guess my memory is the next thing to go. Is that what happens? I don't know. You might tell me, but (laughs) you won't remember to tell me because you're over 40. I'm sorry if your memory is causing you troubles. It is the way of humanity. Do a Sudoku today. But before you do that, let us put the numbers down and let's hear God's word. As written by Paul to his young mate Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 5. Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters with absolute purity. Give proper recognition to those widows who are really in need. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn, first of all, to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents, for this is pleasing to God. The widow who is really in need and left all alone puts her hope in God and continues night and day to pray and to ask God for help. But the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Give the people these instructions so that no one may be open to blame. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. No widow may be put on the list of widows unless she is over 60, has been faithful to her husband and is well known for her good deeds, such as bringing up children, showing hospitality, washing the feet of the Lord's people, helping those in trouble and devoting herself to all kinds of good deeds. As for younger widows, do not put them on such a list, for when their sensual desires overcome their dedication to Christ, they will want to marry. Thus they bring judgment on themselves because they have broken their first pledge. Besides, they get into the habit of being idle and going about from house to house. And not only do they become idlers, but also busy bodies who talk nonsense saying things they ought not to. So I counsel younger widows to marry, to have children, to manage their homes, and to give the enemy no opportunity for slander. Some have in fact already turned away to follow Satan. If any woman who is a believer has widows in her care, she should continue to help them and not let the church be burdened with them, so that the church can help those widows who are really in need. The elders who direct the affairs of the church well are worthy of double honour especially those whose work is preaching and teaching. For Scripture says, Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain, 
and the worker deserves his wages. Do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. But those elders who are sinning, you are to reprove before everyone so that the others may take warning. I charge you in the sight of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do nothing out of favoritism. Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands and do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. The sins of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sins of others trail behind them. In the same way, good deeds are obvious, and even those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever. Jesus, thank you for the communities that you place us in. Thank you for the people who were able to live amongst people who love us and care for us. Give us your heart to care for them. And as we think of our own needs, help us when we need to put aside our own needs to think of the needs of others. Give us your heart, your heart that just yearns to make others whole and right and well. Thank you for the means that you've given us so that we're able to help. And if we do find ourselves in situations where we're struggling, give us the courage we need to ask for help. Jesus, thank you that you, long before we even knew you, reached out your hand to help us. You reached out both your arms wide. You embrace us. You love us and you welcome us into your family this eternal family where you will look after our need and fill us to overflowing with all the desires of our heart for eternity. Wow, what an amazing deal. We thank you so much for this love. And in your name we pray. Amen.